down. Like she's, you know, she's grown up now. She's a little older, more mature. So it, the sound is definitely is is, is oh, can't wait for y'all to hear it. <laughs> cool, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited to hear that. So yeah, yeah. I was just like, cause she didn't have much music out. Like, um, I think it was, nope. I think the only single was No Tomorrow, and then she had like one yeah. visual, and I think that was like the only thing that she had out. So she didn't like have any yep. other music out. So That's I was it. like, yo. So I, I definitely like finding new artists, and so I was just like, "What?" I'm like, "So that definitely really surprised me when she dropped the, the mixtape." That's like dope, that. man. So yeah, and that's then she dope. kept posting pictures about you. I was yeah. like, "He must be the, the the video director or something." So I was just like, "Yo, I need to give him a follow." So yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. I do, I, I do a lot, of, a lot of the direction, mm-hmm. you know, like so, the art direction or yeah, yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, from even down I mean, to like the cover art and stuff like that, or yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, the uh, the artwork that she had put out for her album cover, um, mm-hmm. I didn't because we have a team, you know. What I mean, yeah. So we we just spread we just spread the creative um, juices around. So mm-hmm. we have we have our photographer take it, and I mm-hmm. just told her like, okay, you'll basically sit on this stool. Mm-hmm. It was in my apartment at the time. Yeah. Come sit in, come sit in this stool. Mm-hmm. Look and look and this your your album cover. I mean your album is called Memoirs. Mm-hmm. So just have you sitting on the stool and you're holding your memoirs. You're writing music mm-hmm. and then we'll give it we'll give it to an artist. His name is McFly. Yeah. And uh, then we'll tell them what we want. Tell them like mm-hmm. there's stuff coming out your page, like just animation coming out the pages. Yeah. And now if you look at it now, that's exactly what it looks like. Um, I never take credit for everything, but you know I, this is like. My sister's like my baby for me. Yeah, so. most of, most of. Like I, and I just want, and she trusts. That's one thing that I love working about with my my sister is that she she trusts me and uh, mm-hmm. vice versa. You know, whatever she wants, I always try to get it close to that. Yeah, know? yeah. Especially when it comes so. to family, you definitely want to cherish that. Oh yeah, so. off top, and you know, people are gonna be looking at you on in front of this. Whatever I shoot on this camera is what people are gonna see. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I'm very critical. Like we we shot a, plenty of videos, uh-huh. and you could watch me. You could watch me. You could watch me on set mm-hmm. with shooting. I just shot a video with RJ and Ray mm-hmm. Shermer, yeah. and YG was there. DJ Mustard, all mm-hmm. these big artists. Like you can see, you can watch me behind the scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's a behind the scenes up on YouTube right uh-huh. now on that set. Mm-hmm. And the way the way I direct on that set, and then the way I direct, direct on my sister's set is mm-hmm. is like you know. I mean, the way I communicate with my sisters, I, I communicate the way I do. So mm-hmm. I, I don't do that with, you know, these celebrities and artists. Yeah, yeah. I feel um, man. <laughs> but, um, it's, but she knows it's all to make her look great and it's all for her image and for her yeah. uh, style. So mm-hmm. and it, it all works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, most definitely. That's dope. Yeah, I, I definitely reached out to her, and uh, she said once uh, she drops like the project, she'll just like send me it, and then we could do the the podcast. So I I, I, I like uh, message her first, and then she was like, "Yo, I'm kind of busy, but I'll make sure to send you the project when we do the podcast." So yeah, and then I messaged you next, and I was like, "Yo," it was like maybe an off chance since she uh, messaged me back. I was like, "What if I can message uh, Kiana and see if he'll say something?" So yeah, man. That's oh yeah, no. Well, I'm definitely down, bro, and mm-hmm. I appreciate people like you who mm-hmm. create podcasts like mm-hmm. this, who give, who gives mm-hmm. um, light to people like us 
you know, who just wants to get our creative yeah. um, ideas out, you know? Yeah, yeah. I and, definitely and, yeah, I definitely like to hear people's creative thought thought processes and stuff like that. So yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Oh yeah. Cause like when I first started I never went to school or nothing for this, so mm-hmm. when I first started I was never around people that would give me game. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. I wish I wish that I had more people like that, like the mm-hmm. Colin Tillies and the Hype Williams. I wish I had people like that to tell me what to do, what not to do, and how mm-hmm. to do things. But mm-hmm. I never did. But now that I'm, I've worked. It's been five years now, which is it's still uh, early in someone's career that's doing film. Like that's still pretty early. Mm-hmm. But from what I've achieved and where I've gotten, like I'm definitely trying to give the same shit that I've learned to other people that's trying to get to Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Most and, Cause I never had it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but what uh, what made you want to get into directing music videos and stuff like that? Um, it's like I've always been a visual person, like ever since I was a kid. Like everything that you see, mm-hmm. whether it was from design aspect, um, movement, um, mm-hmm. anything. If you're looking at it, I was really interested. So yeah. I started. I started as far as arts and the arts because I was really I was really a basketball player at first and I, I could have swore I was about to make it to the NBA. But I, you know, I stopped. <laughs> like, a... you know, hoop dreams, man. But yeah. you know, sh- uh, reality hit in like mm-hmm. I would say a my my junior junior year. Like I realized, okay, this is not it, mm-hmm. and I picked up. Uh, I wanted to do my own clothing line. I was in the fashion. Yeah. While I was playing basketball, I loved clothes, shoes. I've yeah. always been a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. So I was into design and then got into graphic design and doing my own designs on my T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's my first visual, like first actual tangible visual art that I got into. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, so I just kept working on that and I just, uh, focused on my brand. So I, I did a clothing line from like 2000. 2007 all the way to 2013 mm-hmm. and that's all I focused on and of course I had my day jobs or whatever and mm-hmm. then never touched a video camera still mm-hmm. wait let me let me rewind I did touch a video camera so I did two things in high school I was a basketball player and I was a dancer okay mm-hmm. I was a heavy dancer cool. and you're like you're from Southern California I don't yeah. know if you were ever familiar with the, the turf dancing movement in the Bay Area mm-hmm. um it's, it was alongside with the hype movement, mm-hmm. um, but but I was really heavy in it, and um, uh, that's I was recording my own dance videos with my team, and I was the one making all the transitions, mm-hmm. and I never ever like like as I was doing that in that whole time, I never said, that, oh, "I want to do videos." Mm-hmm. Like I never said that. Like it never came up. So I'm just surprised like it took that long because i was in like 2005 to 2008 that's mm-hmm. when i was dancing and doing the video stuff and i didn't pick up the actual camera until 2012 mm-hmm. and the reason why was um i was working with was with this artist um and she was like a female rapper and i was doing all her graphics her websites her mm-hmm. artwork everything like yeah. the visual stuff yeah. And once again, I was like, I was also very hands-on with the creative direction of things. Mm-hmm. But um, we went somewhere, and she was working on a pro- 
project and um she shot her first music video mm-hmm. and i'm just watching you know I'm, I'm just seeing how it was going down it took took them like an hour mm-hmm. and it was like nine 9 p.m. In, in Oakland, kind of in the back of the hood, graffiti mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and I see, I see her and the manager at the time pay the videographer. And I'm like, damn, how much y'all pay for that? And they're like, uh, 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I immediately go on Best Buy, look at cameras, mm-hmm. and I saw like a, I saw a T3i. That was my first camera ever. T3i was 900 bucks with a, with a stock lens. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, let's just go half on this camera. I think I could do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. Um, I'm on my balcony, bro. Is it windy? If, if I should go inside, just let me know. Uh, it's a little bit windy, but it's it's cool. I can still hear you. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, was that my bad? Oh, you were talking about uh, splitting half on the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, I was talking about splitting half on the camera, and they were like, "Yeah, let's do." It. So, mm-hmm. bought the camera. I was playing with it at home for like two days before I was even comfortable saying, "Let's do something." So a couple of days I was at home tweaking YouTube. You know, I was a uh, I went to I went to YouTube University by the way. That's where I got my degree. <laughs> <That's laughs> so, uh, so after those two days, got used to the camera, and then I got used to the camera. But I wouldn't say I, I knew what to do or how videos were supposed to look yet. And mm-hmm. we shot, we literally shot about thirty-five videos in the span of two months. And that's from interview, interviews behind the scenes, music videos, mm-hmm. going to uh, doing little press runs, going into uh, spent uh, vlogs, you know, just days mm-hmm. going into thrift stores and restaurants, show, showing like just showing her lifestyle. And mm-hmm. we created so much content that she had enough stuff to put out mm-hmm. for like the next three months, every week. Like every week, she could post a video. Mm-hmm. And it was something new, that's and that's awesome. exactly what she did. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> so that helped catapult her career. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, I, I didn't shoot. No, I only shot videos for her for like six months. I would say, mm-hmm. like I was like committed. I did everything for that artist, and then as soon as her stuff started popping, because she started getting views and all that, mm-hmm. and everybody in the in the um, in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. at least, you know, the smaller artists, the, the up-and-comers wanted mm-hmm. the quick videos like I was doing for her. And then yeah. that's that's when it really just started going. Like, all right, I'll do your video for 300 bucks. Hey, 200, two, okay, if you really need help, 250, you know. Um, that's awesome. But that's how, it, that's how it started. It was it was just me seeing somebody do it and thinking I could do it myself. Mm-hmm. And I went hard and, and taught myself on YouTube. Like even because like shooting is one thing, editing is another. Yeah. You know, so most uh, post process definitely can be yeah. definitely <laughs> definitely a lot post processing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, bro. Post is post is stressful, but <laughs> actually, at first I was enjoying post just as much as shooting. Now I can't yeah. stand editing. Like I, I need to. <laughs> I mean, I I'm still editing some of some of the videos I shoot, but I'd really rather have somebody do it. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely once you get, like, all the footage and then once you do the playback, it's, like, definitely ten times more where you just got to put more focus into it, man. So, yeah. Definitely yeah, definitely. The process. <laughs> yep. That's cool. So that's pretty much, like, jump-started um, 
like you just these videos like was it just like the price point and then it was just like the passion that came into it or because uh you said like well, 300 I mean, bucks you're like hey that's kind of nice money just to do a video and yeah i mean of course you know i didn't want to work a nine to five um mm -hmm. i was i was never that kind of guy but i did, had to you know i had mm -hmm. to pay bills yeah. and um when i finally found like yo i'm really like people are paying me 300 bucks mm -hmm. if i do two of them a week that's 600 bucks that's enough Mm -hmm. for someone like me at at, at 20 21 you mm -hmm. know i think that was okay at the time um mm -hmm. and, and making three thousand bucks off of videos mm -hmm. in a month i was like this is this is pretty good but it wasn't about the money really um what for example what really helped me help catapult my career was working with of course ryan leslie um, are you familiar with Ryan Leslie? Oh, uh, no, no, I'm not familiar. Um, well, Ryan Leslie is uh, he's a producer, artist, uh, songwriter. He, do you know who Cassie is? Yeah. Um, so he did all her music. He, all the stuff that she was doing at, at, in the beginning, um, he did her project. He wrote it. He produced yeah. it. Okay. That was actually his girlfriend, too. So. Oh, damn. Um, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, but until Diddy stole her away. <laughs> <laughs> damn, bro. Sad. But... No, he was huge though. He produced a lot of stuff for Kanye, Jay Z. Uh, he's 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 heavy in the game, fabulous. So, but he has a huge following in Europe. Mm -hmm. um, he still has his fans out here in in, in the states, but mm -hmm. Europe is where his, his bread and butter is at. But mm -hmm. um, before I so before I met him, I was you know doing these three hundred dollar videos. I had my little office. I was living in my office that had a and I would take showers in the, the community bathroom in the office. You know, mm -hmm. like I, even though it was. I was making decent money from just shooting videos um, and I was able to quit my job too mm -hmm. and just focus on videos. Like, so um, my friend who was uh, the manager for the artist that I, we were working with prior, but we weren't working with her anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we were still, me and the manager were still doing a lot of business together and he threw a lot of concerts and parties. Mm -hmm. And then he was, he was uh, helping promote one in uh, Sacramento yeah and ryan leslie was on and i was a huge fan of ryan leslie from the beginning anyway and um he was like well there's no pay for you to shoot it but you know if you want to come get backstage all the stuff and mm -hmm. I'm like you know what i want to see the show i'll, I'll come do it mm -hmm. and I, I went to go do it and uh, uh i brought my 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 right hand shooter mm -hmm. um his name is omi um, he takes all of my uh, Janelle's photos, by the way, too. All of her mm -hmm. uh, photos on Instagram taken by him. <laughs> but uh, me and him were uh, shooting a concert, and he looks like he looks extremely young for his age. Like he he was he looked like he was fourteen at the time, and he was really twenty one. Mm -hmm. And we were shooting, and Ryan Leslie's walking around the uh, you know the front stage. Looking at all the shooters, and he walks up to us and he's like, Yo, why? Like, you don't look of age. How are you in here? Mm -hmm. And he's like, What? He put out his ID. He's like, Yo, I'm 21. It's like, Oh, shit, my bad, man. My, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he noticed the cameras in our hands. Like, the day before, we had did a video shoot, a ton of equipment. So we had all big lenses, and mm -hmm. yeah. And everybody else was like, you know, college students that just had their little cameras and tripods, and you know, they didn't have much, but you know. We looked like we came heavy-handed, so he was like, "Yo, what kind of lens is that?" He's looking at our, our <laughs> he's looking at our monitors. He's like, yeah. "Yo, this it 
looks, that looks crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Take my card and send it to me when it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, who are you? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm Ryan, I'm, <laughs> I'm Ryan Leslie's manager. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, let me take this. Mm-hmm. Boom. So took the card. And now I'm excited because, you know, okay, that's Ryan Leslie's manager. He wants to do the video. And for me at the time, it's like, okay, maybe he can just get, get him to post it. That's all I want him to do, post it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the concert ended like at 1 a.m. and we head back home to my, oh, let me say we head back to my office mm-hmm. <laughs> where I live. And uh, me me's, we were like, bro, I think I'm going to edit this right now. I, I, I could stay up a little bit longer. So we got home at about 1.30, 1.45, started editing the video. Mm-hmm. And I and I I fell asleep and then I woke back up at around eight, mm-hmm. started editing like started editing again, finished it by like eleven, had it on YouTube by twelve. Then I fell asleep right after mm-hmm. I, I like I left it on upload and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and I woke back up. I was like, oh shit, I gotta send this to the manager. And I'm looking for the card. I can't find it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. How am I gonna send it to them? So I'm just, you know, tagging them all you on Twitter and stuff and mm-hmm. seeing if there's a response and there was nothing. Yeah. So three days go by, no nothing. I don't hear nothing back. And I was like, I'm cleaning my car. Yeah. I'm cleaning my car. I find I find the card. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. I run I run inside, I go get on my computer, I immediately email, um, send the email out with the link to the manager. I'm like, Hey my bad. Um uh I lost your card, I couldn't find a way to send it to you. Mm-hmm. Literally five minutes later he responded. Mm-hmm. Like five minutes, because yeah. I'm I, I send the email on my computer. I'm walking out, mm-hmm. and I'm heading back to my car, and my phone vibrates, and it's the yeah. email. And I look at it. He says, "Yo, we saw this the day that you put it out." Ryan was amazed. Uh, give me a call. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, oh shit!" And then um, I called him, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey man, that was that was crazy. Like, you know, not only was the quality amazing, like the video was up." in less than 12 hours mm-hmm. like um, Ryan Ryan's pretty uh, pretty amazed I mean it's hard to impress Ryan mm-hmm. you know and he's like he wants you to um, come down to LA and help him shoot his music video mm-hmm. I'm like what first of all I shot a concert and y'all are telling me to come help with a music video it's like yeah. okay you know I'm, I'm with it I'm not complaining I'm just saying yeah. like that's you guys are giving me a shot off of you know a concert recap yeah. But I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm immediately down. So the video yeah. was like two weeks, two weeks from that, the day that we had got on the phone. Mm-hmm. And probably like a couple of days later, he calls me back and he's like, hey, Kiyomi, do you, uh, do, do you got a job? Mm-hmm. They cut out. Check one, two. Hello, hello. Did it cut out? <laughs> Kiani, you there, bro? Uh, you a second. <laughs> I think it cut out. Uh, I think audio cut out. Let's see. Let's see if this works. Check one, two. Check one, two. I think the audio cut out. That's such a bummer. Um, I don't know what to do. Should I do it one more time? Let's go back. Check one two. Check one two. Yeah. Damn. Uh. 
think your audio. Um, I've never done this before, <laughs> Jesus. I haven't had someone's audio cut out before. Um, hello. Oh, hello. I'm here. Okay. My bad. My bad, man. My bad. Okay. I was like, I was like, is it was it my audio? I was just wondering how. No. It, I thought it cut out it or is. something. Okay. No. Okay, All right. cool. I'm back. Okay. Right. What uh, was I at? You were at where the guy or... offered you the music video. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he offered me the music video. And I accepted. And then, like, three days later, he calls me back and asks mm -hmm. me, hey, do you have a job? I'm like, immediately, I'm, or, I'm already saying to myself, I'm like, okay, if he's asking if I have a job, he's going to have me do something where the job's going to have a problem with it. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, I already, I didn't. So, I was like, mm -hmm. I already get it. I was already getting excited. So, yeah. and he goes, yeah, um, do you have a passport? I'm like, oh, shit. He's about to make me go out the country. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, I, at the time, my passport was expired. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, I have one. Um, and I was like, okay, I have one. And then he's like, well, Ryan, why don't you go on, the, on his Europe tour? Mm -hmm. uh, and I was, I was ecstatic because, like, at the time, I was I was still a videographer. I just started my career. Yeah. Like, that's what videographers are for: for you to go on tour, you take them to get the vlogs. You know, um, me where I'm at in my career now, I'm more of a director type of mind space. Where mm -hmm. I, I can't, I just can't go on. I just can't, I just can't go on tour and because it doesn't pay me as much as a music video or the project mm -hmm. isn't as big. You know what I mean? Like it's just a recap. I'd rather really focus on a, a meaningful project. Mm -hmm. but at, at, at back then i was like oh i'm very whatever y'all need me to do so i did that that first tour was two and a half months i did that for free mm -hmm. and you know expenses paid per dm so i was saving my per dm but yeah so i told him like i had a passport i'm ready to go and i thought that was like gonna be okay we shoot the music video and then they'll tell me when the dates are for the europe thing mm -hmm. man the the music video was on a Thursday, and then the flight to Europe leaves from LA on Friday. You know, so oh, and dang. this was and it it was like Tuesday the week before. Yeah, and I'm over here saying, yeah, I got a passport. At the time, I didn't know you could you know get passports in a day, but yeah. you know, I I told him I did. I had my passport, so I was panicking, but yeah. I got my passport, and then I did that whole tour. Um, ended up shooting a doc like a couple documentaries for him. Went on uh -huh. his next. We went on three more tours and that just really helped like my career. And, you know, of course, when you get these celebrities on your resume, it always helps a little bit. And yeah. I, for me, I don't really care. I, I, it's more about, more about the art. And that's what Ryan Leslie was. This guy, I was a genius. This guy, mm -hmm. if you don't know, like you, like you said, you didn't know about him. Yeah. I'm just gonna, quick rundown. This dude graduated high school at 16, Damn. graduated, went to Harvard, graduated Harvard at 19. Yeah. At, at, for economics and then jump into the music industry Damn. could play every he could play any instrument he could speak like four different languages and he's a genius bro he he Damn. sleeps about he sleeps four hours a day yeah and <laughs> like well he edits all the videos i would shoot him mm -hmm. after this like he, you know he would go on on a press run then we go to the radio tv mm -hmm. show and then concert meet and greet after mm -hmm. and then the club appearance after all that shit we go back to the hotel i'm mm -hmm. tired I'm tired. I go to my room. He'll, he'll call my room like, hey, come to my room. Let's watch the footage. I'm mm -hmm. like, what? <laughs> you know, like, that's yeah. the type of person he was. And, like, without him, like, I wouldn't have the same type of mentality or work ethic that I have for mm -hmm. this 
for this uh, film industry that I that I'm really in. And now that I I, I try to get interns, I try to work with other people, you know. And mm-hmm. man, they're so spoiled nowadays. Like mm-hmm. you guys don't even know. Like <laughs> you, you, you got to go through and what That's- kind of top tier people you should be working with and what kind of expectations they have mm-hmm. you know these yeah. people are like oh they just started and they feel like uh, they should be making three hundred dollars an hour mm-hmm. you know like i mean like you gotta of course you know you can't do everything for free but you gotta learn how to pick and choose and mm-hmm. you gotta realize and think about the bigger picture and yeah most stuff man most stuff people aren't there now and i'm glad that i had Rod leslie to really help me with that shit you know he, oh, okay. and of course I didn't do everything for free. Eventually, he started paying me, and, and and that's how it goes. You know, you 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 will start earning people's respect, and people mm-hmm. will believe in your talent, and then they'll start paying you for it because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I noticed uh, earlier um, that you enjoyed uh, playing Fortnite on your uh, Insta oh, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> I, I'm not gonna go lie to you. Like when I when I when I when I when I first started, mm-hmm. uh, like. I was a big gamer, like yeah. 2009, 2012, between mm-hmm. those times, I was a big gamer. I mean, of course, <laughs> I mean, you know, us boys as kids, we mm-hmm. was playing video games yeah, regardless, most of, most of. you know, but I was, I was heavy, I was a heavy Call of Duty guy, but mm-hmm. my homies, these, you know, my LA homies, yeah. you know, they, they came over uh-huh. and like, bro, you play, you got that Fortnite? I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, what is that? Oh, that just sounds yeah. You know what was That's that? So what's funny. that other game? That that pixelated one. What's that one called? Uh, are you talking about PUBG or are you talking about uh, uh Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft? Minecraft. I was like, I had so Minecraft. They, Sorry. Yeah, they said Fortnite. I'm I'm thinking it's a game like Minecraft, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not even into that stuff. Uh, so it's so like, funny. But but then I came over to his house and I'm I'm watching him like, yo, this looks lit. Mm-hmm. Like, wait. I didn't even have a PlayStation. Yeah. I didn't have nothing. So I downloaded. <laughs> I, I got it on my phone. Yeah. And then I'm playing with them on their PlayStation. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. You can't do this on. Well, you can't do this on no video games. That's <laughs> so that's when it kind of sold me. I bought a, I bought a PlayStation just to get. Like, I have a PlayStation right now. The mm-hmm. only game on there is Fortnite. Uh huh. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, man. So it's fun. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hello raw, but yeah. you know, I got. I got squad. Mm-hmm. And I think the funnest part is just really playing with your friends. You mm-hmm. know, and when everybody got the headset, yeah. know, we all just talking and communicating. That shit's yeah. fun. I don't play by myself. Like I'm not like if nobody's on, I'm not getting on. Yeah, that's funny. I recently yeah, got a PS4, yeah. so uh, I started playing Fortnite. But I'm trash, bro. Yeah, I definitely add you, bro. I definitely add you, bro. I definitely will, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I watch people that are like really talented at playing Fortnite. But like when I first started playing, I was like, bro, I'm trash. I'm garbage, bro. Like, what? <laughs> Same here. I'm yeah. like, they're like, you got to build. No, I was like, fuck building. I could aim. <laughs> My ass getting killed uh, every time. That's so funny. That's what's up. Yeah, because yeah. I remember seeing, um, I saw your Insta story and then I saw Janelle's, and Janelle was like, I hate this game. I hate Fortnite. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, funny. And, I, and yeah. it's recent. This is just like in the past mm-hmm. two months, you know, like yeah. literally, I, just, I got my PS3, PS4 two months ago, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's what's up. That's cool. Um, what games did you play as a, uh, as a kid? Like, what video games since you said you were having them? <laughs> Man, heavy. Uh, <laughs> bro, I was like, do you remember like the old school Super Nintendo, the track and field joint? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they had they had all all of them, the pole vault. Mm-hmm. They had the uh, the the disc. Mm-hmm. 
the sprint, you got to tap the button hella fast, mm-hmm. the long jump. And they had the big, the kit, the big uh, joystick. Like I was on that heavy, but then I couldn't wait for uh, video games and graphics to evolve. As soon as it evolved, I went to Mario Kart, mm-hmm. and after Mario Kart, went to uh, Halo. Halo was like the next big thing. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was what I was into. And then on some real, real nerd shit, I was in. I was playing StarCraft, WarCraft, Red Alert, all okay. on PC. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but that was on some real PC mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. America Online, BSL, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the sub. That's cool. So, like, you started yeah. with the NES or the Super Nintendo, or what did you... Uh... Yeah, uh, um, well, just the NES, just because my dad, my dad, my dad, my parents had me when they was young, so mm-hmm. my dad was playing with the NES, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I, I messed with it, but I, Super Nintendo was really, like, when I picked it up. Awesome. I played I played it all man mm-hmm. and it's the PlayStation 1 came out so mm-hmm. you know I had to get on the Metal Gear Solid the Crash Bandicoot you know that's what's up that's what's up yeah man so so when I was a kid I used to play uh, a lot of uh, PS2 games so that's where I like, started oh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my video games so yeah you, you was on the Final Fantasy hype or what? Uh, no, actually, uh, I I never got into the Final Fantasy. I know a lot of my nah. friends were into it, but I was never into Final Fantasy, bro. What I don't was you, to what get was into you playing on, the, on PS2? Uh, I was playing a lot of like old school sports games. Um, I was playing like I was playing like you know like NBA Live, FIFA. I was yeah, playing, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like NBA Street, whatever NFL Street. Um, oh, NBA Street was lit. Mm-hmm, yeah, man. I wish I continued to make those games. Uh, you know, so yeah. They got one for um for the Nintendo Switch, but it's 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 low key trash. It's like mm-hmm. a fake NBA Jam. Dang. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I wish they like it was like EA did it all. They did like the FIFA Street, NFL Street, NBA Street, and I wish they can continue to uh to make those games because those were definitely lit. Cause you can play with anybody, and like those are like really timeless like games. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sucked cause we didn't have play online at the time. Yeah, man. yeah. I know. I remember that. So, and I, uh, yeah. when I when I got my PS3, that's when I got into like online gaming, and uh, I was playing like Call of Duty games. I was like, Yo, what is this, bro? Like, I've never been introduced <laughs> to Call of Duty, uh, cause like I have, I have two s- siblings. I'm the oldest, and. Uh, so uh-huh. I have two sisters, so they don't like usually play video games. Like the only video games they right, play right. was like the DS and stuff like that. So, but uh, I was just like, dang! I was like, what is this online game? I was like, what is Call of Duty? What is all this? And I was like, dang! So, it was like all. Did you solo- get it? Did you get into Call of Duty? Yeah, I got into Call of Duty. I loved it. Um, yeah, I stopped yeah, playing Call yeah, of Duty yeah. like now, but I'm gonna probably get back into it. But um, when I got into it, I was just like, yo, this is like a whole new world to me. I was just like, what did, is this? Did you have the headsets? Uh no, I used one of those like Bluetooth uh you know those like Bluetooth okay. things that yeah, yeah. people used to call with. Yeah, I used yeah, one yeah. of those uh, to play with, yeah, so yeah. that's how I communicated. So most of the people I played with, they were like on the East Coast, you know. So it was yeah. kind of fun. So it was real, real, real cool. So definitely. Yeah, that shit's fun, man. When you when you get like I, I was on the Bluetooth too, and then when I when like my homies that was really really into it. Yeah, like, they, they, they had the headset. They had the homies. yeah. Like they introduced me to the headset, mm-hmm. and when I when yeah. I put that on, they, I just transformed. <laughs> yeah, <bro>. most definitely. <laughs> That's so cool. I need to get myself a headset, man. That's, That's so, dope. Yeah, so you gotta add me on that Fortnite, so we, you know, what I'm saying we can run some shit. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, my name is the same same name on here, so it's A list JPEG, no spaces, no you. nothing. So just add me, and I got you, bro. 
That's yeah, so yeah, funny, mine's, man. Mine's, mine's different from Keone. It's, it's Yoni 10K. That's that's the nickname. Bro. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that's what's <laughs> up. Uh, so uh, with uh, let's see. Um, I'm gonna go switch back to music uh, music directing. But um, do you have like a uh, like a creative company behind you or something, or do you have like a company yeah, in uh, your name or so, something? Um, I I started with my own company, which was called Creative Key Visual Company, and that mm -hmm. was just me solo. Mm -hmm. Um. I had a couple people on my team that I was doing it with, mm -hmm. but they were more so like my, my shooters, my, my photographers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I first started that company, like I said, I was just a videographer. I was going on tours. I was, mm -hmm. you know, I was, just, I just, the reason why I did that was to make, to have a bank account for yeah. my work. That was really mm -hmm. like what I wanted to do. And I love branding. I love creating brands. Like I said, I started from having my own clothing line and, you know, thinking of the name and then thinking of stuff that, creating designs and the look and the feel that all matches mm -hmm. the, the the vibe you know mm -hmm. um i enjoy that part um so that's why i created the entity entity but um last year mm -hmm. I, I decided to partner up with a few other people i, I moved to la two years ago mm -hmm. two and a half now about to be three in november mm -hmm. um and when i moved out here my whole i mean the only reason why i moved out here was because i reached the ceiling in the bay area i couldn't yeah. really i couldn't really find the clients to go over the three to 5k budget you mm -hmm. know if sure. 5k was 5k was a gold mine i found that in the bay area mm -hmm. and um and everybody was telling me la la moved to la mm -hmm. and as soon as i moved to la um nah i want to say as soon as i moved to la it took it took quite some time it took at least eight months before I got my feet wet in Los Angeles because mm -hmm. the way I got my jobs was just word of mouth. Mm -hmm. I, I never had an agent. I never um, knew label reps. Um, mm -hmm. Everything was just through word of mouth. And all my clients were up-and-comers and independent artists. So it was only the artists contacting me. I never, mm -hmm. Of course, some, some of them had these fake managers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But moving to L.A. just showed me different layers of everything mm -hmm. uh, from production to to the label mm -hmm. to management and every and i'm glad i came out here for that um so a lot of so, doors opened up for you uh, when you moved oh oh hell, hell, hell yeah bro hell <laughs> yeah um, and and now it's just people in la are connected though like mm -hmm. there's people out here that that won't be as good as me but mm -hmm. they know certain people um there's people that are good but they're dickheads. Um, you get you get it all out here. And for me, I, my parents always well, really my mom, she taught me how to move like a shark, bro. Like mm -hmm. you just gotta move swift. If anybody try to fuck with you, that's when you bite. Yeah. But you just gotta always look around, watch your surroundings, and know how to work with people. Mm -hmm. Like know know how to know when they're using you, and if they are, don't don't take it the wrong way. It's mm -hmm. probably because you know they need you for something. Mm -hmm. then just learn how to do it back to them you know that's that's all and be genuine mm -hmm. and, and that's that's what i carry i'm from the bay area a lot of these people in la are weird as hell mm -hmm. um not not no no nothing towards you bro but mm -hmm. i'm talking about the people that i've worked with the people that i meet a lot out yeah. here like it's just there it's just different different mm -hmm. it's like personalities and characters are different yeah. <laughs> but um back to the question though like as far as company Mm -hmm. I met people out here in LA. I, mm -hmm. I met a few people who are um, 
worthy of being partners with me or who, yeah. who I can trust. Yeah. And um, so there's two companies. Um, right now, the 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 main umbrella company is still being solidified, but it's mm-hmm. called Cap. It's called Cap Creatives mm-hmm. at Play. Okay. So that's gonna ha- that's gonna handle talent management, marketing, uh, press, uh, and artist uh, development. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that umbrella is going going to be Keyframe. Keyframe is the production company. So mm-hmm. Keyframe is basically what my old one was, Creative Key Visual Company, and just change that name to Keyframe. Mm-hmm. So Keyframe is the one that's going to produce all the content and videos, and you know, mm-hmm. as far as like, so if an artist needs um, a live acoustic version of a video, mm-hmm. um, we, we do the production for that and mm-hmm. a commercial. We do a Keyframe does production for that. Cap is just the umbrella. So there's mm-hmm. two there's two companies, but right now the main focus is Keyframe because mm-hmm. um, it has to be a step by step thing. Solidify the production company. And that'll help with the uh, with the umbrella company. Um, like a lot, a lot of the companies, like Riveting. Um, I don't know if you're familiar 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 with Riveting, but they're uh, the production company that shot all of Chris Brown's videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Brown is signed to him as a director, mm-hmm. which is well, I don't know why, but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's, but they're now they have their own music department. Mm-hmm. So, and they're creating content, creating different um, types of commercials for people, mm-hmm. and they're focusing on selling stuff to distribution companies. So, mm-hmm. um, production companies are opening up to trying to find new avenues, and I'm just trying to kind of do the same thing and mm-hmm. and still keep the way I want to do it. Because before I even found the people that I've, I'm creating this company with now, I was um, I was still on my own doing creative key. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, um, I met this, I met a few producers who worked with other bigger, um, production companies, mm-hmm. but they left them and they yeah. wanted to start their own. Yeah. So they, they had all the clientele, the resources, the networks, and I'm, you know, they, they saw me on social media and also met me through a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. They came, um, and they came to me and was just like, Hey, um, you know, for directors to sign under our production company. Mm-hmm. So, when, so the way it works out here is when production companies sign, and this is for all, you know, whoever's going to be listening to this as videographers, directors, aspiring mm-hmm. uh, filmmakers, like yeah. this is how, it, this is pretty much how it works. When you as a director, if you don't have your own company, you normally sign to another production company. Mm-hmm. Even if you sign to an agent, your agent isn't the per- isn't the production company. The yeah. agent gets you the job. Yeah. You still have to have the production company to back you. Yeah. So um, now at the time, Creative Key was cool, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even a full on company where if I was to get a thirty thousand dollar video, mm-hmm. I couldn't even get insurance to cover liability mm-hmm. and and equipment and mm-hmm. the location. Even the location always asked for insurance, so mm-hmm. I wasn't my production company wasn't even big like that to get to get insurance to cover for your stuff you're paying at least a minimum nine thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. and i wasn't making that yet yeah. and so i'm like okay so there's this production company they're a startup but they're able they have all the gaps built mm-hmm. um they're telling they're like and like once again i only get my jobs through word of mouth mm-hmm. so 
had to my other filmmakers and directors and videographers when a production company approaches you saying they want you to be assigned to them mm-hmm. you i'm not going to say it's not a bad opportunity but i'm not going to say it's the best opportunity either mm-hmm. um, because especially if you're a director already who have your who like if you have your own clientele and you've been growing with your clientele you've shot with your clientele you've done the 500 videos with your clientele and then, then they all of a sudden they got signed to a label mm-hmm. and they come back to you with twenty thousand dollars to shoot another video mm-hmm. that's that's the type of um loyalty and relationship i like to create with my clients um mm-hmm. because i never had an agent i never had people just hey write a treatment mm-hmm. into this of course i have a, I have an agent now because this you gotta adapt to the <laughs> you gotta adapt to this in los angeles yeah most um, so when a production company offers to sign you that means all the jobs that you get from word of mouth mm-hmm. you have to bring to them mm-hmm. and when you bring so say the jobs that you normally let's say you get a job for twenty thousand dollars and this is the client that normally comes to you and says hey keone um i want a video mm-hmm. i have a twenty thousand dollar budget okay so now it's up to me and my producer to figure out where we're going to allocate all this money mm-hmm. um but now if you're signed to a production company Okay, your same client is going to come to you. Now you're going to give that money to the production company. Mm-hmm. Now, you as a director is now just being hired as a director. Now you're going to get a you're going to get a check mm-hmm. cut from the production company rather than cutting your own check. It's great to be your own boss mm-hmm. and to pay your own self. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying hey fuck the production company do your own thing, but just analyze where you're at in your career. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I felt like it was a great time um, for me to do it, but also at the same time, the time that I did sign that contract in the next few weeks, the same clients that I had took another elevation of budgets mm-hmm. and signing to bigger labels and bigger deals mm-hmm. that now I got to share this big pot with this company I just signed with mm-hmm. you know so if i would have waited enough and not have signed that contract mm-hmm. and waited for this new because um another thing i understand is in the industry just four quarters mm-hmm. um and just like any you know basketball football or yeah football and first quarter january to march mm-hmm. and then you got april to july mm-hmm. august and then you got right before and then the fourth quarter doesn't even count Mm-hmm. Like because that's when everybody closes their books. Nobody's mm-hmm. paying yeah. for any more videos. Everybody shoots everything in the beginning and the middle, mm-hmm. and and right before the end. But mm-hmm. when it's time to close, they're not shooting any more videos. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, so um, for me, if I would have waited another month, it would have only been February. Then all the, you know, I didn't. The thing is, I was getting nervous. It was like towards the end of January, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure. I'm like, okay, it's. it's no wave has came in yet normally there's a wave that has came in by now and so I just signed the contract and as soon as I signed the contract and here comes the wave boom now all the clients that I had previously now are giving me a bigger chance to shoot bigger videos than I had prior mm-hmm. but now since I signed to the production company minimum they're taking 20% of that budget mm-hmm. so now the $20,000 that I normally that I would have got to to give me the ability to paint a picture however I want is now $16,000. Mm-hmm. 
$4,000 might not seem like a lot, but that is a lot. Because now you, I could have paid my crew mm-hmm. their actual day rates. Now I got to pay them a few, do- a few hundred dollars less than their day rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I got now it's almost like asking for a favor. Mm-hmm. When, you know, so there's there's some things to give and take. But when I came out, like you said, do I have my own company? Yes, I have my own company. But before I came out here, I mean, when I came out here, I had my own company. I put it to the side focused on myself as a director mm-hmm. um, because there's two things you can work on your company or you can work in your company mm-hmm. and for me I decided let me work on my company after I get more power and more resources to do that and for me to do that let me work on myself mm-hmm. and that's when I focused on that and I signed to the company um, the production company and then all, all these videos from my client sale came in which was great but on top of that you know, they gave me an agent. Now I had an agent, and then they had a, a, a studio space where I could shoot whenever I want. Um, I could bring in um, my own friends and do some quick photo shoots for them for free, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I was able to utilize some of the resources. Yeah. Um, but but everything comes to an end. Um, like I could kind of partially talk about it, but I don't want to get sued by the company yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all good. It's all I'm, good. <laughs> Um, I'm, but basically, uh, I'm leaving the company, um, and you know, a lot of the clientele that I that I've got from the opportunity want to work with me mm-hmm. at the production company. Uh-huh. So that's when problems come in. You know, that's mm-hmm. when okay, hey, I would love to work with you, but I'm not about to get sued because every time you take that job, you're taking money from them, mm-hmm. and so that's why everybody that's aspiring to be a director filmmaker you know just like artists trying to do music there's contracts for everything and just make sure you read it make sure you you agree to whatever it is that they're putting in there because mine maybe mine expires in december and Mm -hmm. that's when i'll be a free man but um that's why i'm saying i'm still building my my couple companies they're getting built right now and um yeah, I'm just focused on me with my my agent bringing uh, me my jobs that I get, mm-hmm. and when I do get the jobs, um, I run it with the production company. But I do still get the freedom of choosing who the producer is, mm-hmm. um, and they don't even have to be with the company, so that's still good. That's awesome. So when when that contract ends, that's when you're gonna be like, "Yeah, hey, I'm a free man, get to do what I want." Yeah, nah. exactly, exactly. That's, awesome. uh, that's cool. That's most stuff. Yep. That's cool, that's cool. Yes, um, I have a video game question for you. Um, yeah, what are your uh, top five all-time games? They don't have to be in particular order, but what are your top five games, video games? Ooh, your list, your list. Top five, so, all right. Yeah, they don't have to be in particular um, order. But, uh, yeah. for, okay. <laughs> um, for, sure, for sure, Pokemon, bro. Okay. You can't, you can't have, you can't not have Pokemon on that list. On the Game Boy, that was, I was on that shit all day. Yeah. We had Pokemon on there. Um, StarCraft. Mm-hmm. Um, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. um, Mario Kart, mm-hmm. and see, I can't say Fortnite because it's only been two <laughs> months. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel it. I feel it, man. I I could play. I'll I'll pick up a Game Boy and play Pokemon anytime. Mm-hmm. I'll play. You know what I'm saying? Any of those yeah, games. Most um, of most. Of and it. it's been years. It's been plenty of years. You know that's yeah. gone by, and I'll still play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I bought a Nintendo Switch just to play Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. So, 
Fortnite, I'll put you in top 10 for now. But so the last one, uh, I'm going with Final Fantasy, man. Okay, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I like, I like to ask everybody um, that question because, like, usually some people are like, yo, I can't put all those games into, into yeah. one thing. So I feel it, man. That's what's up, man. See, the thing, I, I'm, I'm able to eliminate easy because mm-hmm. i'm just very specific with kind of video if you notice all the video video games i play i mean i, I name is like simple or like very uh what is it rpg you know mm-hmm. so i never got into the street fighter the little mm-hmm. or mortal kombat and yeah. the capcom I, like it was cool you know i played it but I, that wasn't my thing yeah yeah most of most of <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you have like any rituals for being a creative? Do you have like any like pre-rituals that you do like so like a oh, man, like coffee that you drank before you do a video or is there like any like ritual that you do? Bro, coffee, bro. I smoke, man. <laughs> no, that's what's up. I feel it. I feel it, bro. I know the way. You know, I, 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 I hope I hope this podcast isn't a, a rated G type thing. But oh no, it's good. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's it's, it's, it's yeah, explicit parental advisory, man. So it's up to you, bro. <laughs> it's all okay, good. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. The thing is, it's funny that like I never publicly talk about it or mm-hmm. i don't i don't like i don't take photos of me smoking like, yeah most if, of. if i there's plenty of times because my sister is an artist so you know like she's worked with art, other artists before and mm-hmm. like they would bring their photographers and videographers but mm-hmm. i would be in there and i would i'd be smoking and then they'll like take a picture i'm like yo mm-hmm. watch out no no pictures of me smoking like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at the end of the day i'm still a director and mm-hmm. i'm gonna be doing commercials if i'm doing a commercial for samsung like it's different people. Those are mm-hmm. people that I don't think would uh, appreciate a, a director high as hell or talking about. But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe I, got, I just got to prove myself. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too cautious. Um, but when I started, I, I just started smoking when I was like about six years ago, bro. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been smoking. Like all my friends have been smoking when they was fucking 12, yeah. 13, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. they were smoking in high school. Like I said, mm-hmm. I was a dancer and I was a basketball player in high school, so I wasn't I wasn't uh, into that shit. I wasn't mm-hmm. drinking my, the first time I actually, I drank alcohol, the first time I got drank was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really uh, a square bear when it came to that type of shit, but mm-hmm. I was still a badass kid. That's the sad. Nah. Rituals, like, I definitely, I don't want to sound like a pothead, but like I mm-hmm. do smoke. Like mm-hmm. I, I like to, I get anxious, bro. I get mm-hmm. excited and anxious. Yeah, some people like it won't show sometimes, but I have to calm down. Like I, if I'm calm, I think a lot better every time. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on set, I love it. when I had to. I am able to work on set and I am able to smoke on set. Like it just depends with which artist I'm working with, um, and if the location allows me to smoke in there, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And if like. If I know the label reps and the, the the management doesn't care, then I'll, I'm with it. But like, I, 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 you'll see me. I normally don't sit behind the director's monitor and watch what the hell's happening. I'm normally right next to the camera all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I do get a chance to sit down um, behind the monitor, I'm probably smoking and mm-hmm. I love it. And that's normally what I'm, what I'm doing on set. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as rituals, bro, it's it's all about being prepared uh, i don't really do any of the uh, other weird stuff but it's for me just being prepared like i gotta make sure my shot list is right 
Um, I got to know everything that's going to be in front of the camera is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being on time, like I'm already a late person. So mm-hmm. like making sure everybody else is on time around me is like another thing that makes me hella, that gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's just before every shoot is is being is all about prepared because I hate being nervous, stressed on set, and mm-hmm. because and I kind of gotten spoiled from that because, like I said, you know, I came from holding the camera, mm-hmm. shooting, holding the light, fixing the light, having two cameras on my neck at once, like doing it all. Like I came from that, and then when my when I got to work with, shout out to uh, I want to give a shout out to Jeff Taylor. He's a DP. He's a, uh, a cinematographer, and one thing about working with working in the film industry, bro, is you work with a lot of old people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me take that back. There are a lot of old people in this in the film industry that work. You know, the grips, the gaffers, the DPs, and the assistants. You know, all them cats. Like mm-hmm. they're old. You know, they're older. I don't want. Okay, they're older yeah, than me. The, <laughs> they, yeah, they're, they all older. have yeah. ten, <laughs> 10 years plus on me. So. Yeah. Um, but Jeff and like people that go to, to film school and all that shit, they always, they're normally cool people. Cause like, you know, you went to art school, like you mm-hmm. should be a cool person, but like, but then when they get around people that never went to film school and is kind of successful at, at what they want to do. And they're working for, for a younger person who never went to school for it. Like some of them is kind of sour, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, Jeff was the first person like who was knowledgeable, technically savvy um and he put me on game man like he taught me about lighting cinematography and without that ryan leslie taught me a first step that was the first step like i needed that that was the core Mm -hmm. and then what i learned from jeff the dp was all the technical shit that was so necessary for me to capture beautiful images Mm -hmm. you know and like if if i was to start over and be out here in LA looking for a DP like like Jeff, mm-hmm. it would be impossible. Or because he's hella. First of all, he's hella cool. Like he he's from Oregon, but he's like a Bay Area cat. Yeah, he's high feet, little little short fuck too. I feel like <laughs> five 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 one, mm-hmm. but that fool's high feet. He'll he'll you know he'll jump in somebody's face real quick, and he he always st- stands up for me. You know, like he always makes sure it's it's the vision that I want, but. It's it's those people that you gotta surround yourself with, uh, surround yourself with because they make you better, mm-hmm. you know. And if it wasn't it wasn't for him, bro, I, I wouldn't know too much mm-hmm. about cinematography, and that's what that's what really makes my my stuff look the way it do it. It does. Okay, cool. That's most step. Uh, do you have like a memorable moment while directing a a certain music video? Is there like a memorable moment that you remember? Um, memorable moment. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, oh, when um, it was pretty cool. Like, like I said, um, when people come to your set and they see, if you see me on Instagram, bro, I'm 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 a Filipino and Hawaiian cat mm-hmm. with long hair. I, I'm I'm not that tall. I'm only like five seven, mm-hmm. and people look at me like what is this kid doing you know mm-hmm. and for people to recognize and that me and respect me for what I do like I felt like that was memorable mm-hmm. and it was the time when 
I was I was helping out. I wasn't even the main director. I was a co-director mm -hmm. for this video. Mm -hmm. It was a Seven Streeter, Wiz Khalifa, and Ty Dolla Sign. Mm -hmm. And I had I had met Wiz Khalifa in Europe with uh, Ryan Leslie, mm -hmm. and that was like three years, mm -hmm. you know, three years ago. Mm -hmm. Three years ago from that from the moment that that we're shooting this video, and Wiz Khalifa comes and. He tells me he remembers me and and tells me he likes he he likes my work, mm -hmm. and I, and I, I was it wasn't about the music video we were shooting like you said you know anything that happened to me on the music video set but like that's for me that was hella memorable just because somebody of that stature noticed my work and said something and you don't get that too often out here mm -hmm. you know people are out here are not gonna give you props and and uh, give you or recognize you for what you really do but. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, and I was in front of hell of people. I was in front of the commissioner, and Dang. so, which still, but yeah. I mean, it, like it was. I, I always take everything lightly. Like it was great, it was amazing, but at the same time, like, all right, we still haven't shot a video together yeah. of you know me and was you know mm -hmm. if if you really fuck with my work, like hit me up or hit up hit up my agent and let's find a way to have me shoot a real full video for you. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I already yeah. asked you before, like, how are you related to Janelle? You already told me that you guys are yeah, real yeah. close. So, but, yeah, um, that's my sister. <laughs> that's what's up, man. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be dope to do a podcast next with her, um, whenever she's free, man. So, oh yeah, for be, sure, for be sure, awesome. Uh, so this is my last question, but um, so what made you want to do the podcast? What made you want to do that? Um, because I, I um, it's definitely always interesting. I think I have one more question, but besides that, that's yeah, that's no, all good, bro. I still got. I'm I'm at home chilling. Mm -hmm. Whatever, mm -hmm. but um, the reason why I want to do the podcast, like, and I was quick to respond, bro. Like, I, and and like I said, um, for me, it's all about spreading whatever I can. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna get too like, and it's everything is has to be a balance. Yeah, That's the main ba balance. You can't give too much game. Too much of anything is bad for anybody. Mm -hmm. So, I'm always down to, to to give my knowledge and what I've learned and experience I have and give warnings and give advice to people that that would uh learn from this and mm -hmm. from and you asking me to do a podcast i know you're interested in 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 that type of uh message where mm -hmm. it's for the art you help other people and you want to get something across and of course you you know and i don't care about uh the brand of your if, of your podcast mm -hmm. you know if, you got a billion listeners or mm -hmm. one listener, whatever it is, but it's a, it's a way. And to me, it's, it's I could support you. You know, it's mm -hmm. one way for me to support another creative, mm -hmm. and in a positive way. So that's that's the main reason why I wanted to do it. Um, and like, I'm surprised. Like, I'd love to do it for anybody else. I've been asked a few times, but you know, it didn't it didn't go through. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why I was. I'm, I'm glad that you actually told me that you could still do it, um, mm -hmm. even though it was after our scheduled time. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. So the reason why is because I wanted to spread knowledge, let other people know about the ins and outs of this industry and whatever else I could help with. You mm -hmm. know, of course, let them know about me, a little inside of who Keone is, whatever yeah. I can. And one thing I will always remember that Ryan told me. Um, I I made a video of myself and and uh knees we went on the, on uh, i think it was the third tour and mm -hmm. we shot like a video of ourselves on like we made our own vlog basically yeah and um we showed ryan and he was like yo this is dope but check it out though you guys are 
videographers, directors, photographers, mm-hmm. and the people that's going to be interested in, in 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 your craft and in your social media and following you are going to be people in the same field. Mm-hmm. So this vlog is great. It's entertaining. It's but this is something that uh, regular consumers would enjoy. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't have regular consumers. Consumers. You have people that's following you that wants to be informed. Yeah. They want to learn about the camera that you're actually shooting this vlog with. Mm-hmm. They want to learn about the lens that you're using, what kind of SD cards and why, mm-hmm. how many batteries do you need to take on tour. Mm-hmm. You know, like they want to learn those things. And why do you shoot it on the glide cam? How do you pull focus while mm-hmm. you're on the glide cam? So, like, ever since he told me that, it's like it's a information-based world. Like that's what people want: information. The, the 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 why is such a big question it's such a strong word why it's such a big you know it's a big impact because you keep asking why and it goes deeper and deeper you really have to explain more and more mm-hmm. and that's where the basis of getting information is from and that's what he was telling me just just give information shed the knowledge mm-hmm. and, and if you go on instagram right now right he has a ton of videos that he started dropping you know um mm-hmm. And he's dropping knowledge, bro. And he's saying the same shit that I'm saying now. And, and I'm, I'm glad I met him. And I'm glad he taught me this because I understand it. You know, at the time, of course, you know, I, I never disagreed with him. Mm-hmm. But now at this point in time, I'm sitting here like, look at me. I'm, I'm saying the same shit he's saying and I'm believing yeah. it 210%. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And then my last yeah. question is, uh, what's your uh, favorite type of music? Uh, um... I was always a hip hop head, bro. Like mm-hmm. um, hip hop and and pop and R and B, like that. I was heavy into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't don't get me stuck in that in that field, because growing up, I was, my cousins had me listening to fucking Weezer, you know, <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. uh, um, a lot of punk, a lot of punk music, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a little era listening to that shit. Like I enjoyed that, and then. When I really got into dancing, it was it was a lot of hyphy, a lot mm-hmm. of turf, and then now I'm I'm a little more I'm a lot more mature now, so I like a lot of vibey records. I listen to a lot of like Majid Jordan, um, I like Daniel Caesar, like, mm-hmm. um, and then from time to time I go back into the old school R and uh, B records, you know, just real vibey. I like, mm-hmm. I even like Smino. Smino is sick, mm-hmm. Sir is sick, Aaron Ray is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got the regular rap. I don't really, you know, yeah. I listen to all that, but I don't really care for for them. You know, it just helps me. So the regular rap is, is cool. Mm-hmm. It gives me that. It turns me up. But mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't listen to it? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. That's cool. Uh, do you have any other questions? Um, before uh, we close out this podcast, do you have any? Uh, I always ask the inter- the person I interview if they have any questions for me. Man, um, like, well, how do we promote this, and how can we make sure we that you you get heard just as much as the next person that's doing a podcast, man? I, and oh. I want to do my part. You were down to you were down to listen to me. I'm down to do what it takes to help you out, bro. Yeah, most of. So what I usually do since we're live on Twitch, um, we've been live for like an hour just talking. Right. And um, what I usually do, um, I usually like download this, I chop it up, put it on SoundCloud. So if anybody nice. wants to listen to the audio version. Or if they want to listen to the video version, the video version is, you know, live on my channel if they want want to see that. But usually most people listen to the audio version. 
And so I just put it right. on my SoundCloud, and I'll just give you the link, and that's pretty much it. Cool. Damn, I should have tweeted the Twitch link earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's I all good, realize. It's all good, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So that's pretty much it, man. Thank you for coming by, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, uh, bro, bro. I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate you having the ear and listening and mm -hmm. giving give me some interest and allowing me to uh, um, spread the knowledge. Yeah, most of man. I'm definitely happy about this. This is definitely dope, man. Uh, I definitely yeah. learned about you, man, because I, I didn't I didn't know much about you, so it was definitely dope, like watching <laughs> your Instagram stuff and your your video yeah. projects. So I was just like, man, I was like, so how is this person related to Janelle, and how how does this dude like do these music videos and stuff like that? So yeah, it was definitely oh, dope, yeah, dope combo, yeah. man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thank man. You, man. Yeah, anytime, bro. So just add me on Fortnite. And get it in, <laughs> yeah, most well, definitely, man. I'll definitely be around, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate uh, it, man. All right, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, you have a good one. You too, man. You too. Right, peace. Peace. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, I'm going to disconnect. But, uh, yeah, man, that was my boy, uh, Kiani. Uh, if you guys want to follow him on Instagram, 